Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130, to Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991, to Boston, Bloomberg 1200, to San Francisco, Bloomberg 960, to the country, Sirius XM Channel 119, and around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Bloomberg Markets. One of the stocks on the move on this Wednesday, Monsanto, that stock up about 1.1%, $118.59 a share. This, after the company put out its latest quarterly release, soybeans had a lot to do with it. We'll explain if you stick around right here on Bloomberg Radio. And you should stick around because we've got to check on your top business stories and a look at today's trading session. Here is once again, Doug Krisner. All right, Carol. Thanks so much. Yeah, a lot going on. We'll begin uh, with the financials. S&P Financials Index up about 1.5% right now. After the closing bell, uh, the Fed will announce results from part two of its annual stress test. And this is going to determine whether or not banks can increase their dividends and possibly buy back stock. Computer-related uh, issues recovering, and that's helping uh, the NASDAQ. It's now above its uh, 50-day moving average when you look at the NASDAQ composite. Yesterday, there were questions from some Fed officials about market valuations. Right now, though, NASDAQ composite up 1.5%. S&P 500 better by 1%. NASDAQ, or Dow Industrials, I should say, better by about uh, 7 tenths of 1%. So we've got the ECB kind of dialing back from yesterday's remarks by President Mario Draghi. You might remember when he jolted markets by saying deflationary forces have been replaced by reflationary ones. Today, a slight revision in that script. Uh, they are telling us what was perceived to be hawkish was really meant to kind of strike a balance between recognizing on one hand the Eurozone's economic strength and on the other a warning that monetary support is still necessary. And at the same time, BOE Governor Mark Carney saying that the BOE may be uh, ready to raise interest rates soon. U.S. 10-year Treasury right now at a yield of uh, 2.21%. Crude oil uh, trading 44.71. The inventory data showed a significant drop in gasoline prices. Even so, crude inventories slightly higher, just slightly. But the big focus was on the drop in gasoline stocks. Back to Bloomberg Markets now. All right, I will take it. Doug Krisner, thank you so much. You're listening to Bloomberg Markets. It is uh, brought to you by National Realty Managers of New York, New Jersey, Philadelphia, and Florida cash flow real estate, providing short duration, 10 to 16% returns on cash. See them at nria.net. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Growing and growing soybeans specifically, that played into uh, the latest earnings from Monsanto, big time, in fact. And we've got shares of Monsanto higher today as a result. Christopher Muir, Christopher Muir excuse me, equity analyst at CFRA Research, uh, joining us right now on the phone in New York. Um, Chris, nice to have you here on Bloomberg Radio. Talk us through the quarter because soybeans was a big deal here. Uh, basically, uh you know, as far as earnings go, there was a, a slight drop in revenues. Uh, would have been bigger had it not been for soybeans and cotton, as well as their climate view system that they're uh, now offering. Um, I think uh, looking at the earnings, I'm not, you know, obviously uh, as well above my estimates, and I, I think I'm, uh, you know, rather pleased with their results, even though it was uh, lower than last year. Did we get any kind of warning or indication from Monsanto that it might play out this way? Or was it a surprise to um, them as well? No, I mean, nothing that I saw as far as uh, uh, how they broadcast uh, ahead of time. But, uh, you know, I, I think one of the things you have to remember is that they have a lot of new technologies that are going into these uh, products that they offer to the farmers. 
and uh, those are just helping to drive the growth for their products. When you look at this company overall, um, it's interesting you talk about the new technologies, and that's certainly what they're all about, right? Um, what are some of the metrics beyond earnings that you kind of keep a watch on at this company in terms of uh, investments in new technologies that's going to keep uh, some of the momentum going at the company? Well, I think the biggest thing to keep an eye on right now is the uh, proposed merger with Bayer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the, the company is actually trading at a pretty significant discount to the target price. Um, I have a buy on the company, the target price of 128 which is roughly in line with the uh, takeout price. Um, but, you know, there's uh, definitely a lot of uh, uh, talk around the uh, acreage targets for some of their new products. Uh and uh, I believe that the um, corn and the soybean products both beat their expectations uh, for the uh, quarter and, and so far this year. What do you think about kind of the broader industry trends that are going on, Chris, in this industry? I mean, you got Dow and DuPont um, also uh, linking up. I mean, there's a lot of consolidation going on in this industry. Good for the companies, good for the business? Um well, it's it's definitely going to help those companies sort of uh, cut some of the costs that they have and uh, and make them more competitive. Um, as far as the rest of the uh, uh, agricultural industry, right now there's uh, some pressure on sort of nitrogen prices, even though uh, the potash and uh, potassium and uh, other prices are sort of holding up. The nitrogen prices are very weak, and that's hurting some of the uh, fertilizer companies that are in the agricultural industry, but uh, I think the seed uh, uh, products are are doing well, and um, you know, with the technology going into them, it's it's going to be a big driver going forward. Do you think that because Dow and Dupont have gotten uh, antitrust approval for their deal, which is a seventy three billion dollar merger, um, that that just portends well for the deal between Monsanto uh, and Bayer? I think it does. Uh, I think there's very little overlap between the Bayer and Monsanto company um, as far as uh, uh, product overlap. And I I think when you look at the Dow and the DuPont deal, they uh, the regulators basically said, "Hey, look, there's there's some product overlap here. You're going to get too powerful in that area. We're going to ask that you divest some of those products." And I would expect the same thing to happen here, except I think there's a, a little bit less overlap with Monsanto and Bayer, so there's going to be fewer divestitures. Uh, I think that bodes well for, uh, you know, a, a near the end of 2017 closing for the deal. What's left within this industry in terms of consolidation? Well, I mean, uh, you still have uh, several fertilizer players, even though, uh, you know, Syngenta and uh, you know, there's been a lot of different consolidation in the industry. Um, you know, there 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 is still some potential, but it, it's going away quickly, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there isn't much left uh, in terms of all of the other consolidation. Um, I don't feel like these names are that economically sensitive. I mean, people have got to eat, right? you got to plant at this point. What is one risk factor that you kind of keep a, a, an eye on? Uh, for this name? Um, well, I think you have to look at corn prices, soybean prices, wheat prices, um, you know, just keep tabs on that. You know, if if there's a bumper crop and things like that, uh, farmers are mm-hmm. going to probably reduce their acreage for the following year. 
um, you know, if there gets to be too much uh, corn or soybeans or cotton or whatever in storage, um, that, uh, you know, potentially might lead to fewer plantings. And with lower acreage plantings, you have lower demand for seeds and fertilizers and whatnot. All right. We're going to leave it on that note. Chris, thank you so much. Christopher Muir, he's equity analyst at uh, CFRA Research on the phone in New York. Right now, shares of Monsanto just up about 1.2%, $118.62 a share. You are listening to Bloomberg Radio. Let's get a check on your latest world and national news headlines. Let's bring in Nancy Lyons once again in our Bloomberg 991 newsroom in Washington. Nancy. Thanks, Carol. Senate Republican leaders are scrambling to alter their health care bill to win support. As Bloomberg's Irv Chapman reports, they're trying to placate senators who either object to sharp cuts to Medicaid on one end or to the amount of spending authorized on the other. With the goal of voting on a bill abandoned, the leaders are trying to get a modified proposal cobbled together this week so the Congressional Budget Office can analyze it over the 4th of July recess. President Trump was optimistic following his meeting with Republican members of the Senate. We're talking about a great, great form of health care. Obamacare is dying. It's essentially dead. If you don't give it the subsidy, it would die within 24 hours. I think we're going to get at least very close, and I think we're going to get it over the line. The president spoke as he convened a meeting to discuss opening more Indian tribal lands to drilling and mining to make this country, as he put it, energy dominant. Irv Chapman, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. There are signs Syria has taken seriously the U.S. warning against launching another chemical weapons attack. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Nikki Haley testified today before the House Foreign Relations Committee. I think that by the president calling out Assad, I think by us continuing to remind Iran and Russia that while they choose to uh, back Assad, that this was something we were not going to put up with. So I would like to think that the president saved many innocent men, women, and children. The White House issued that warning Monday night. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,700 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. I'm Nancy Lyons.